1: If I can't stop you from
3: It's Jenny here, uh, alone in the intro. Kristen had some travel this week, so I've been left unsupervised against everyone's better instincts uh, to record this intro by my lonesome. Hello. I thought she would never leave. I thought we'd never be alone. But here we are. Wow. Since last we spoke, we had Buffy prom, and it rocked so hard. Uh, It was the best Thank you, everybody who came out and everybody who threw or attended a uh, Buffy prom-up elsewhere in other cities across the land. Wow. I just want to take a quick second to thank a few of our amazing sponsors for prom. Hurrah Lip Balm, which rocks. Lagusta's Luscious, which is a glorious artisanal vegan chocolatier in uh, New Pulse, New York. And also Scarecrow Fangs hooked it up so hard. Uh, All three of these fine companies Threw us some sweet, sweet chocolates and lip balm and fangs uh, for our prom attendees to enjoy. And we are so grateful to them for sponsoring prom. Also, if you're looking for a lyric sheet ever, the last lyric sheets before season four are now available and will be benefiting Giffords. Giffords is committed to tackling the national gun violence epidemic and works to shift the culture, change policy and challenge injustice. You can learn more about them at gifford.org. And you can get one of our handwritten lyric sheets by going to bufferingthevampireslayer.com greater good. Okay, it's totally weird when I'm the only one talking, so let's get into the episode. Yay! Hello and welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, spoiler free, and my name is Jenny Owen Youngs, and my name is
2: Kristen Russo, this week we're here, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 21, Graduation Day, Part 1. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast every week for an original song written by us recapping the Buffy episode we are discussing. Graduation Day Part
3: 1 was written and directed by Joss Whedon and originally aired on May 18th, 1999.
2: And this is the one where, in an effort to distract Buffy from the ascension, the mayor instructs Faith to poison Angel. This is the one where Buffy and Faith fight it
3: out! Ah, uh, yes yes it is that one and you know what i like about this if you're watching on hulu i don't know what the dvds are like but on hulu (laughs) the previously on is just like faith's greatest hits (laughs) yeah it is, and then it's like then the the sort of coda is buffy being like you don't want to be with me and angel being like I don't. At which point Kristen was like, he's such a bad liar. Yeah,
2: you can see right through that. I don't. But Buffy, yeah, my can't. My I know. I don't know why she can't. I, I feel like she would. Let She's out a her. young woman in love. Yeah, that's true. But the previously on I also had a note. I said previously on boob window and all the faith <laughs> begins with the boob window, takes us all the way through to the end. Uh, so then we go to school. Cordelia's in a pretty bang and sweater set. I have to say for for. You know, Cordelia's shown us a lot of sweater sets. This peach one is really doing a great job, and she's paired it. You can tell Kate isn't on this episode. (laughs) She's paired it with a Burberry skirt. Do you remember Burberry? Burberry? (laughs) (laughs) You're so mad. (laughs) burberry isn't that the way yes i'm sorry i forgot it's been a minute (laughs) (laughs) listen they're still going strong i see their ads all the time in like vogue they they are Mm -hmm. like i know they exist still but i just feel like were they invented in the 90s because because the
3: plaid has like a particular place in history yes
2: it's very 90s that burberry print i mean you don't have to say it with venom it's just like it's easy I, i just feel silly no, <laughs> oh, no. i used to think that um zines were called zines uh, oh. <laughs> and by used to i mean like until jenny and i met so Kristen still holds a belief you know you have skills and then you don't have other skills uh-huh, all i'm uh-huh. saying I, I also really uh, cordelia's line seldom if ever back at xander when uh-huh. xander's like you don't understand what i said <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. Was that him like slipping back into some kind of like military, you know, from his Halloween oh, soldier boy thing? I didn't even think about it. So he was it. like, I'm shipping
2: stateside or something. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I just also sent, sim- I'll just get all my fashion out at once because, wow. well, not all of it actually, but I do think that Xander has a very strong sweater episode. The green sweater. The green sweater. one, And this sweater that he's wearing in this scene is also pretty nice. It's like a chunky, like thing. the
3: memory of all other sweaters besides the green sweater. has been-
2: gone from your mind. Burned out. (laughs) So speaking of memories, everybody's getting ready to graduate. Oh, man. This made me feel feelings. I remember this feeling. How many yearbooks of people that you hate uh, did you
3: sign, and how many people that you hate signed your yearbook? You know,
2: I don't know if I signed or had people sign my yearbooks where there was hatred, but I thought you were just
3: going to be like, I have never
2: hated anyone
3: No, no like I've, hated way more couple, you.
2: I've hated a couple people. But no, I, I think that um, I feel like it wasn't exactly what Willow went through, but I do feel like it was where people I'd never talked to, like had right. never talked to. Mm-hmm. And we were signing each other's yearbooks. So it was a very real thing. Did you have like a go to thing that you would write in people's yearbooks? Uh, you know, I probably did for the people I didn't know that well. Mm-hmm. I this is not from high school but I always, I remember drawing those S's where you draw like three lines and then underneath it three lines and then you connect it with diagonal lines uh-huh, and you make uh-huh. the S sure, you know sure sure I but I think that was like middle school yearbook okay. like for nothing like it would like you do like the big what S what even was the s for? It would say like Stay cool for the summer, or like oh. whatever, and the S would be like one of the S's, or both wow. of the. Uh, I don't know. Wow. So right. anyway, yeah, but don't don't you remember like the nostalgic feeling of that's more. What oh I yeah, was, totally. You know, just like I don't know, you could just like feel it in your bones that you were about to make this big change.
3: I feel like at the end of every school year, there was some kind of type of that. Yeah, happening. but senior, because like every year that's ending, like I feel like there are like. There were always shifts, like no year would ever be like the same. You would start the year one way, you would end the year another way, and then like you would come back to it and some of your friendships would be the same and some of them would be totally different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
3: everything else would be totally different. Okay, great.
2: (laughs) You're going to make it over there? Yeah.
3: I would write in people's yearbooks, have a summer. I don't care. What kind? Oh, that is what so wrong with Jenny me? Owen Young. Yeah.
2: That is exactly who you were in high school. Like, I feel like it could all be. I mean, I didn't know you then, but it just adds up. Makes yeah, a lot of sense. I'm deeply shocked. You're ashamed. like, I'm so cool. Is that what I'm like? <laughs> uh anyway Buffy feels nothing Buffy feels nothing right still working through this it's really gonna be with her for her whole life I think this I don't get to participate in life normally but lucky for her she does get to participate because the mayor is their commencement
3: speaker she doesn't have to choose yes
2: also we have to give a shout out to the cover of the yearbook because I have this pin I've had on my bag forever oh yeah the future is ours yeah (laughs) 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 that's <laughs> 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 what you think yeah just keep that in mind you know just keep it in mind everybody
3: yeah also this like root beer coke thing really it's, it's really yeah. got me it's like exactly uh, who wrote this episode <sighs> Josh jasmine yeah you've heard of him i'm just saying it's like just every like the line perfect is encapsulation of like of like all year you're like i can't wait for the school year to yes. be over and then you get to like the end of the school year and you're like fuck
2: yeah. What am I doing with my life? Oh, that's how life is all the time. You're like, yeah. just want to be done with a thing. And then when you're done with it, you're like, but it was. Then you can appreciate it.
3: Yeah. So, RIP Professor Worth. We hardly knew you. Yo,
2: this scene is it's so Wait, you rough. know what? No, hold on. Before we go to this horrible scene, shout out to the line of Willows. Siegfried? Roy? One of the tigers? <laughs> cool. Now we can go into misery. Okay. Th- this is a horrible scene. Man, it's so rough. It's just like... You all know at this point how we feel about Faith. You know, we feel like a sad emoji for Faith. Like, that's kind of the primary thing. So to see this scene where she walks in, and she's, like, got all her armor on, and you can see the armor, and when she says, like, we alone here, Lester, like, Mm -hmm. it's just really dark. It's really dark. And the way she kills him is so, it's just a very gruesome situation. But also, why doesn't he fight back at all? That's the question Uh I have. Victim-blaming much? But, like, no, it's... (laughs) Like, he wouldn't have lived anyway. It just was... It was unbelievable to me that he... Because she didn't have his arms down or anything, you know? And he just kind of stood there.
3: Yeah, but she did have um, a not-quite-as-threatening-as-her-last-knife knife. Knife. Would she go to the 25-cent machine and get a replacement (laughs) knife?
2: Yeah, she was bummed. a sad-looking knife. She was definitely bummed about having to use that knife, for sure. So then we go to the credits. Yeah. yeah, And when we come back from the credits, we get, I think, one of the most pivotal, if not the most pivotal scene between the mayor and Faith. Oh, man. It's so much. You all know at this point, I think that we're going to have an interview with Harry Groner as the season end. And he talked about this scene a lot, like the scene he remembered more than the rest. Yeah. And it's it's clear why there's something that happens here where you see. You see their love for each other and you also see the like unhealthiness of the, that love from Faith's perspective. Yeah. That when she walks out in this dress, it just like it makes me so uncomfortable. I think all the work that I do with like gender and gender identity and gender expression and what have you like played in here for me seeing her in this dress, you know, like it just mm-hmm. it felt like she was wearing something that made her feel so uncomfortable, but she loved him, loves him so much. That she just believed him. That this, you know, that it was okay.
3: Yeah. Also, like watching him, like sort of tidy up the magazines and like
2: refold the throw blanket. Yeah. While he's like waiting for her to get changed, mm-hmm. it's like they need to they they need to learn to love each other as who they are. Is what I think. Well, I mean, actually, no. I think faith that the, faith the mayor loves the mayor for who he is. for who he is, but like spiders and all.
3: I don't know. It's like so interesting the way that he. When she says, like, this isn't me, and, and then he, like, goes into his whole thing about, like, nobody knows yeah what you are, not even you. And, like, he's, like, talking to her in a way that probably nobody has ever talked to her in her life about, like, her unseen potential and his belief in her and how he's as proud as any father could be like it's It's so much
2: it's a lot and it's and it's you know I mean you make a good point is he's referring to like her leather and her dark lipstick and whatever as armor which it certainly is you know like it is and I think that from that vantage point I mean it's it's just very emotional it's just very emotional because they do they do have a very genuine love for each other uh as rooted in unhealthiness as it might be they love each other
3: Meanwhile,
2: meanwhile, Percy
3: <laughs> has gotten a B minus on his exam. It's Very final exam. exciting. Yes,
2: it's just. It's... Anytime
3: we get to see Percy's jawline,
2: I'm like, what's oh. <laughs> up? Yeah, Percy's nailing it. I'm a scholar. I'm like a scholar. <laughs> He's got like the thickest Boston accent of yeah, all time, yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they live in California. <laughs> <laughs> he transferred. <laughs> uh, also, the other thing in this scene that I love is Willow's bike. What a sweet yeah, what, ride. What a wild, like, to have those, like, sort
3: of, like, they look like ape hanger handlebars, but then they're yeah. just at regular handlebar
2: height. It's yeah, yeah, It's so yeah.
3: strange. I don't know if I've ever seen it.
2: I like it. I want one. Okay, okay. Here's your favorite sweater. Xander's wearing that green sweet yes. sweater. What is the deal with this teacher? Oh, the teacher? We've seen him a few times. He's, like, even, like, like, in the he, beginning... If you've never seen this episode, like, you think definitely the teacher's going to be part of the plot line with the way that they <laughs> do the scene where he's like, they always go for E, ha, I ha, ha. mean.
3: It just was extra evil. It seems like maybe in the last, you know, it's like the last day of school or whatever, and he's just trying to get his last uh, power yeah.
2: play out. I wonder what he was spelling. Do you think he was spelling ascent? No, there would have been an E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you probably want to talk about Anya in this scene. Don't I- try
1: I knew it.
3: I do. I love her. Listen, listen, listen. We could watch sports of some kind. Men like sports. I'm sure
2: of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like her powers of observation. This is also like Anya is coming into Anya. This episode, I think, is the most Anya Anya has been. Totally. um, Where you see this like vulnerability matched with like her leftover demon anger. You know, like she just like can't figure out how to be and like when she's like you know I'm trying here you don't need to take my head off first of <laughs> yeah. all it's very cute second of all callback like to I, teacher's pet oh my Am god also right? probably how many heads has she taken off oh
3: yeah um speaking of taking a head off <laughs> do you know what I can watch all day long Giles reading the paper what? while parrying yes uh Wesley's thrusts yes all right, not to start any
2: fanfic <laughs> over here <laughs> Wow, sorry. I had to lean away from the mic for that yeah, guttural laugh. about that? But um, yeah, this is this is like peak, you know, as much as I just want to snap Wesley in half, this is like peak Wesley comedy. I mean, he really, Alexis so Denisov like really nails these Wesley moments where, you know, they go through this whole thing, like they're fencing and that's funny, but then like they get to sort of a conclusion and then Wesley like summarizes the whole thing and then like whips his fencing <laughs> what do you call it foil foil into the air and like pops it down onto the ground and it just ridiculous he's just ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a total caricature but hey anya's got some information for the group yes uh, yes how- oh before we get to anya though i just want to say wesley is a joke for pretty much all time but he does say to buffy don't let your feelings for faith get in the way of your job and I was just like what do you mean what feelings Wesley yeah, do you want to say a little bit more feelings? about those feelings Be more just specific. wondering are you setting us up for a <laughs> denouement later I it's a denouement the top
3: I the actually bottom.
2: don't know any French except for los andies the final part of a play or movie where the strands of the plot are drawn together and matters are explained or resolved. the climax of a chain of events nailed it okay great Okay, it is not yet time to denouement. Though. Okay, right. No, okay. no, we're gonna get to that point. Uh, but first, Anya. Now you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Lohesh. You know the um, that four-winged soul killer from Down the Way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are just talking about Lohesh's ascension because, like, Anya was there. Uh, she had some business with a shepherd, uh, and the shepherd's <laughs> wife, and it's a whole thing. And this is where we get this valuable piece of information for, I believe, what it is the first time, which is that you've never seen a demon. Yeah uh that's dark all all the demons you see are human hybrids they're tainted pure demons are different one of the ways that they're different is that they are much bigger much
2: bigger this is cool i like this sort of like it's not a plot device but i just like this um mythology i guess totally that we're learning all about it right yeah uh and then (laughs) not to be out fucking done in walks the fucking mayor Like, Uh, yeah, what a move. This is like a gasp. Like, definitely, I forgot that it was going to happen the first time we watched the episode. And it was a gasp moment. I can't imagine like watching this in real time. It's just like you don't. Like props to Joss Whedon, you know. But also, like, if you think about it, like, of course, he's impervious. Like, why wouldn't he just like stroll into totally, the library? Why totally. wouldn't he know where they meet? But it's just like it goes against, I think, what your brain as a viewer is is expecting. You know, it's like the whole thing is like the, when they get to the mayor, when they meet, when they, you know, and right, so right, right, you don't right, expect right. him to just literally stroll in, yeah, during while this they're talking about like ascension, 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 yeah. ascension, yeah. Yeah, um, and this is this is a great fucking scene. I mean, like from like the camera work to the lines to the acting Dude. to everything. First of all, oh, so great. The
3: the whole um the several races of men shall come together in their terror. <laughs> Aw, that's kind
2: of sweet. <laughs> Peak mayor. Yes, but also. It is kind of sweet. <laughs> right. I'm on board. All it will take is uh, Armageddon to bring this planet together. How nice. Yeah, <laughs> when will we really know that it's Armageddon, though? Yeah, right? <laughs> mm, how many... So far, this Armageddon has certainly not brought us all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also, the mayor has this line about, uh, like, spunky girl you got there. I'm gonna eat her. <laughs> and this brings me one of my favorite moments in the entire episode. This is like... I'm not nominating myself for a sexual tension award, but this is like similar to the feelings I had when Oz knocked over the vase. When Giles grabs his foil and just plunges it into the mayor's heart. I'm like, uh, yeah. Work, dad. Go ahead, dad. Kill that man. Kill him, I say. And then the mayor, of course, is like, whoa. (laughs) Which is. That's what I
3: always say when someone plunges a foil yeah, into yeah, my yeah, totally, chest.
2: Totally. Uh, and then I mentioned the camera work. I was thinking specifically about the end of the scene mm-hmm. because it's like the as the mayor is like exiting the library, he says it's going to be one heck of a speech. And as he does it, the camera's sort of like walking backwards with him as he walks forwards. And then it, he passes the camera and it pans up to all of the Scoobies yeah. at the table. Yeah. Really nice. Just really A plus, guys.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Joss uh, would like sit around Watching the show get made, whatever, and then when he would make episodes himself, he would be like, "Time to yeah." T- I've been thinking all season about what kind of wild shit I'm going to get into. <laughs> totally directing totally. this
2: up. <laughs> uh, so there's this little cutaway of Anya followed by Cordelia, which I found very fun because, like, Anya is this like former vengeance demon, like, tough as fucking whatever. And Anya's like, bye. Like, peace. Yeah. I'm out. Like, I've seen it, and I'm scared. And then Cordelia is, like, right on her heels and was like, what's her deal? Xander's like, oh, you know, the world's ending. And she's like, anyway, what's happening in fifth period? Like, you know, yeah. she just doesn't give a shit at all. So I just like the opposition of the two of them. Yeah. 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 Great. Also,
3: Buffy packing a bag for Joyce, who, like, doesn't get what's happening at first and then, like, kind of, like, puts it together uh, bit by bit and Buffy has this great little monologue about how she like wishes she could be like so many things for her mom to make her mom proud whatever but there happens to be one thing that she's like better at than anybody else
2: yeah this was like this gave me like coming out narrative feelings you know we haven't really talked about that much since the end of season two <laughs> and the beginning Listen, of season mom, three
3: I'm not a star <laughs> athlete and I'm not an amazing straight A student but I can kiss girls yeah <laughs> so great
2: that, you never said that to your mom. I said that to my mom all the time. <laughs> but I am the best at one thing, mom, and it is <laughs> <Yeah>. kissing girls. <laughs> uh, so then, Amy, we haven't seen Amy in a hot minute. Amy- I think it's.
3: I think there's a flaw here. I think it's totally fucking weird that Willow yeah. can float a pencil, but you can't change. Amy back slash totally weird that Giles can't at least help her changing. I know, no,
2: I think I think the problem here is not their abilities, Jenny. I think it's that nobody cares enough about Amy. You know? Like I think everybody's like Well Yeah, everybody's like, well, that spell didn't work. It's a lot
3: less expensive to feed her if she lives in
2: a habit (laughs) trail. (laughs) Um but this Okay, so Oz has a really great line in this scene. Um, Our lives are different than other people's. He just says it. I can't even, like, I even I tried to deliver it without emotion, and I couldn't. So dry. So dry. But then this is, so this is, like, the sweetest fucking scene in all of creation. Mm. I mean, maybe that's a little extreme, but I just love this scene. It's, like... Oz is a particular kind of person. He doesn't say a lot. Willow is a particular kind of person. She talks and she talks and she talks and she talks and she panics. And <laughs> as she's panicking, she's talking. And she sort of like turns to Oz and is like, "You aren't you going to panic? Like, why aren't you saying anything? And then she continues to panic. And you just see him look at her and love her so fucking much. And it's just really great. I think it's so sweet. And then they do it. <laughs> <laughs> they do do IT, it. Yes, and sometimes in times of crisis, uh, what
1: can you
3: do? What can you do as, a, as one tiny human being on the surface of the broad, uh, near infinite Earth? Yes. Uh, as far as like we can conceptualize in terms of like miles and square footage and whatever. Other than bone each other.
2: <laughs> Were you searching through your Rolodex of what words you could use for doing it? No, 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 no. I had bone written down. Okay, great, 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 great. Yeah, so they totally do it. And it is great. I mean, I... Weak,
3: s- just assume. Right? Why I mean they
2: I it's? they say it's nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Sweet. They're in love. Yeah, they great. love each other. Cool. Ah! <laughs> Meanwhile, Buffy oh has God. to pick up some files. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so Buffy, this is... If it weren't for the fight between Buffy and Faith, this would be my favorite moment in the whole episode. (laughs) Is when so I had watched it. So I I had watched it right before interviewing Harry Groner, but Jenny hadn't. And so I like this scene started and she was putting papers in the box, and I just burst out laughing. And Jenny was like, What are you laughing at? And I was like, I'm just remembering what's about to happen. And then as soon as I finished talking, Angel like barreled around the corner, (laughs) tripped over the doorframe. And what did we hear in our minds, Jenny? Detail. This (laughs) stealthy creature of the night. Oh, it's so good. I mean, we talked a little bit. We've talked a little bit in past episodes about how, like, Angel's comedy is sort of kicking up a notch here and there. And this is that. This is, we're really, now we're going to physical comedy with Angel. Yeah, 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 And it is hysterical. And then, of course, everybody stops laughing when we get to the next piece of this scene, which is, like, really so Angel has just broken up with Buffy. And then, okay, so he's like, I'm gone. And then he's like hi, <laughs> like, can I carry this box of four pieces of paper for you? Like, the fuck, Angel? And it's just, like, it's frustrating, and Buffy is like, I'm frustrated by this because, like... Okay, would he...
3: also work dad totally told Angel to go back her up when he knows that Angel has
2: left Buffy. Oh, do you think Giles wants them to stay together? Oh, no. I don't, oh. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going on. But whatever. I just... This is another, like, 243-year-old versus 18-year-old. Like, Angel... Come on. And where he really put me over the top in this scene was when he says to her, just because I'm not acting like a brat. Uh, I get it. Emotions are high. But, like, you really, you don't tell the girl whose heart you just broke that she's acting like a brat when she's emotionally responding to your presence because it hurts. Like, you know. You know what's happening.
3: Yeah, he's... Uh, being such a jerk, I just want to see him get like shot by a poison arrow or oh, something. Oh,
1: lucky for you! Oh yeah, it
3: happened. Oh my god! Oh, uh, and then. Oh, I, my god. <laughs> oh, my god, oh my god! 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 I don't know what it's called. I don't know what the technical term is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. But seeing that State Street sign from so far away, uh-huh. then like a half zoom, <laughs> half zoom with like the the music cue or like whatever that is. It's like, yeah doom. And it gets closer and then closer. And Faith is like framed in a letter, probably a o, U, I I think. A U. And it's her face and some rando vampire. Yeah. And he's like, missed the heart. And instead of being like, what are you, the narrator? <laughs> She's like, meant to, because (laughs) exposition. Right. Cool.
2: (laughs) It's funny, like, I wonder why they put that line in, because it would have been just as dramatic, more dramatic, to find out, to think that Faith had missed the heart. You think not having that, like, incremental zoom up
3: and those two, like, deadpan lines, you think there's a equally dramatic no, version you're, right, you're right i'm
2: sorry i stand corrected you're 100 percent correct
3: yeah okay so
2: back in the library yeah right, we learn about like the lava bed and R- then like that's right. what he was researching and then angel stands up and then angel falls down okay and angel is like
3: so sweaty and looks like he's in so much pain and while while we were watching this what i thought about and what i wrote down is i want to ask you Is that what I looked like when I had pneumonia?
2: Ooh, not that sweaty, but definitely that fucked up. (laughs) You know, like you definitely I don't know. That's actually kind of the best answer I think you could have given me because (laughs) I really don't like
3: to be sweaty. Yeah,
2: no, I don't remember you. I mean, I don't ever remember seeing any person as sweaty as Angel. No, except for Jonathan in the clock tower. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, But no, I think you were slightly different than Angel here. Uh one thing to shout out, I don't know if people even care about this shout out, but there's a moment before Angel Falls when Buffy is like, You've been <laughs> such a klutz today. And I thought what
3: Oh my god, did you think of Bella Swan? I did. And also what's that girl in Fifty Shades?
2: Oh, is she also a klutz? Oh, because she's, so she's clumsy. Because she's, a, oh my God, she's yeah. clumsy just like Bella because that's where it came from. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I just thought what a uh, Twilight role reversal we're having Oh my there, God. Yes. Where the vamp is clumsy. Oh my God. And the- <laughs> Okay. Cool. <laughs> Great. Um, so
3: time to eat some spiders. Yes.
2: Time. Ta- we We talked, I think, mostly about Willow and Oz and them doing it and all that stuff, but just, you know, we get this really sweet scene where Willow is like, everything feels different. And like, oh, yeah, you've already done this. So, like, probably not for you. And then Oz is like, everything feels different.
3: Oh. <laughs> I actually am, like, having, I think, the opposite reaction that I should be having. Yeah, I'm well, like, you hate it? <laughs> I don't hate it. I historically have loved it. But I'm just like,
2: hmm. <laughs> wow, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, how romantic. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where's the passion? <laughs> They're so sweet. Stop being so nice to each other. Oh, my God. Wow. <clears throat> anyway. Cool talk, man. Demon spiders. Yeah. So the mayor's eating spiders. you wicked gross. <laughs> That's so
3: good. So... But she says it, like, admiringly. Yeah, yeah. She's proud of him. And then she has that, like, it's not even, like, a story. It's, like, just, like, a few sentences about Ugh. kids jumping off the quarry rocks
2: yeah, and she always jumped off the highest one and it wasn't anything for her. And it's just I love her. I love her too. Do you like I feel like i I know and have known people like this that are like oh, yeah. transparent, like you can see right through it that that they're putting up, you know, walls and stuff and then they have these just treasures and soft spots inside and it just breaks my heart. I love her too and I just wish that she was telling somebody else the story yeah, about jumping exactly. you know like that's like the she could tell me right like i wish she I'm was telling jenny it. yes <laughs> all about we all wish <laughs> faith was telling jenny <laughs> um <laughs> yo
3: really quick point and then something i want to expand on a bunch yes please the small point is that willow has a credit account at the magic shop we oh. learn when xander's like i don't have any money to get the stuff you want me to pick up <laughs> and will is like have him put it on my (laughs) (laughs) tip. Aww, such a witch. that Yeah. 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 Okay. And the thing that I like really want to get into here is when Anya finds Xander and is like, run away with me so that you can live. Yes, please. And when I think about (laughs) the fact that something could happen to you, it feels bad inside. Like I might vomit. And then as he's saying like, no, I have to like stay here and help. She gets like madder. And then she's like, I hope you die. And then he walks away and she's like, are we going to kiss? And like, This is why I know that I've been saying that I love Anya so much forever. And it feels like I've just been like, not it's obviously not like a proper spoiler, but just like to lay the track that like there's going to be more depth to Anya that we have not yet seen. And we're starting just now to see it. She's like an inside out person. Yeah. She like doesn't like imagine being fully formed. Imagine having walked the earth for a thousand years, uh, having, you know, No memory, if you ever had human emotions, no memory of what they were, and then suddenly being like, like, wrenched from, I mean, all I can think about is like, being born, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and like how babies are
2: pink and helpless and... Well, and and that's like what her speech patterns follow is of a child, like who doesn't yet understand how emotions work and is just true. Like, Anya is very true and is also just like, what are these? Like They're so stupid. (laughs) But also, are we going to (laughs) kiss? But I have them. Practical note for Anya. Because Anya's like, "Yo, I just rolled up in my car. I'm going to get out of she here." She's got a car, and I'm like, "Wait, where does Anya live? Where did she get a car? What this, what is like everybody else were like? Okay, they have parents. They have whatever." But like- yeah, meanwhile, she maybe
3: there was like a uh, vengeance demon severance package <laughs> that comes with like a car and an efficiency <laughs> apartment <laughs> and like a weekly stipend. So
2: De Dahfren De takes care of his former employees. I think. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that answer. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, guess what it's time for? It's time it's to It's play- time to apply a moist cloth to a sweaty vampire. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, it is time for that. You're right. What else is it time for? Uh, it's time to play a particular jingle that I think coordinates with Wesley showing up and being like, the council won't fucking give us the answer to save Angel's life. Because you know what the council is? The council is a bunch of patriarchal bullshit. Play it, Jenny. The Patriots! Yeah, the council's trash. Yeah. And what's great about the council being trash and us playing the patriarchy jingle is that it gets smashed out of the fucking park in this scene. Oh, yeah. This scene rules. Yeah. I mean, it's like gutting and then it's like, fuck yeah. Right? I mean, right. It's just, there's so many things happening. It's like Buffy is taking her power and like owning it. And she's like, hey, I just realized something. Bye. Like, (laughs) I have the power. So go fuck yourselves, you know? Like, and then- Not only do we get this beautiful gem, but we, like, then pan out to see Giles, who's like, fuck yeah, Buffy, (laughs) like, so excited, so on her side. Yeah, he's
3: totally having the adult moment of the version of the moment that he had in Band Candy after she, like, punches Ethan (laughs) and he, like,
2: jumps up in the air. Yes, yes, totally. Uh, yeah and there's this amazing line from Buffy like I have a strategy you're not in it ah! oh burn bye Wesley and a great side by side where Wesley's like of course Wesley is like this is mutiny <laughs> and then Buffy is like I like to call it graduation <laughs> sorry sorry that I just reenacted the whole scene for everybody but I love it so much it was great I wish you all could have seen the body language
4: <laughs> are you ready to shop
0: That's not just any egg cream. That's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny, true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So, so. Guess what? Oh, the man. only cure for this sweaty. <laughs> It's almost like we're watching a television show. Yeah, almost. Is uh, that he has to drain the blood of a slayer.
2: Oh, Buffy's like, okay, I know where I can get that. Yeah. So, right, Buffy's going to kill Faith. This is what is revealed. And she means business. And we know when she means business, like, she'll get you to prom. She'll kill Faith. She's not fucking around. Also, just a small shout out to Xander's line that made me laugh a lot. Come on, the suspense is killing Angel. (laughs) It's just really good. So yeah, Buffy, uh I guess Buffy's gonna go kill Faith. Let's let's see what happens. What do you think about Xander being like, I don't wanna lose you? Oh, so I actually have a lot of thoughts about cool. this because I think it's a really, really amazing moment for him. Like I he he is speaking about the psychological damage that will happen to Buffy when she kills Faith and he knows it. And I think, I, I mean, I do think that everybody is aware of it to some point, but it is very Xander. And and normally that sentence ends with something ridiculously bad, but right. th- this one doesn't. Like, I think it is very Xander for him to be the one to say this. You know, he says a lot of shit that we get really mad about, but with that comes the fact that he is the one that's going to say to Buffy, like, hey, I don't want to lose you. And no, I don't mean you're going to die. Right. Like, right. I I I loved it. I think it's a really beautiful moment. I think it's a really beautiful friendship moment between the two of them.
3: Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Mostly that, but also, I mean, I guess I guess this is like a great moment for Xander. But...
2: <laughs> Jenny's like squirming in her seat, <laughs> saying as I guess. Oh, oh.
3: I mean, all of that is accurate. I just like he's the last person I want to see telling. Buffy, what's what?
2: Yeah, but he does. No, and he does, him, and he's right, and it's Gotta fine. give him credit where credit fine. is due. Uh, don't worry. There's not a Xander jingle coming. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you we'll mean. We'll keep it together. Okay, but- Actually, we can't keep it together. Okay, you're right. Because we're about to go into a montage Ah! scene. Okay, wait, 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 though. Before we get to the montage scene, because then then it's all lost. Uh, Willow, I just want to give Willow some credit or give Allison Hannigan some credit for this incredible sex face that she makes at the computer when Oz, (laughs) you know? Like, she's just had sex for the first time and Oz, like, barely touches her hair and she's like, (laughs) oh. And I'm just like, I see you, Willow, and you did a great job, Allison Hannigan. Great. Job. Now we may go into the belly of the beast. Wow. Beginning with the montage, which I wrote montage, fighting, prepping, sweating. Angel is doing the sweating. Right, 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 right. Uh, Faith is doing the fighting and Buffy is looking in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Have we ever seen Buffy look in the mirror I don't before know. like that? I don't know. I, the only vision I had of Buffy looking in the mirror was when she was holding What's-Her-Face's face in right, uh, right. Beauty and the Beast yeah, 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 in yeah. the mirror. But, yeah, no, I mean, she's, like, psyching herself so up, intense. you know? So yeah. So, you know, when you're, like, the one girl in all the world chosen
3: uh-huh. uh, to have the power to fight the vampires sure, and the yeah. of the dark sure, sure, yeah. Okay, and then, <clears throat> and then you die uh-huh. for, like, just, like, a minute. Right. And then, like, Kendra the Vampire Slayer is called, and you're like, what's up, Kendra? We can learn from each other. This rock. Sure, sure, but sure. But then Kendra dies, right. and we miss her a lot. But mm-hmm. then in her place yes. is called One Faithful Hane. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bruiser from Boston, who makes her way to Sunnydale, wearing a boob window, <laughs> talking about wrestling alligators and doing stuff in the nude and whatever. <laughs> and, like, at first it's, like, really hard to, like, feel like you're getting single white females out of your own life. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately, like, you find common ground and then ultimately you find even, like, more common ground and you're like... Take a walk on the wild side with Faith Lane <laughs> and then. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but then it ends poorly because it's too intense and nothing so intense can last forever <laughs> unless it can, but probably it can't. And then you part ways and it's very sad and dark and oh, you miss her, but there's no way for you to get back to each other. But then you go back to your undead lover who's 243 years old and. But then he is leaving you because he knows he's no good for you, and he's trying to do the right thing, even though he loves you more than undeath itself. And then Faith, your ex, shoots Angel, your ex, (laughs) with a poison arrow? And the only thing that can cure, Angel, your ex, is the blood of Faith, your ex? Ah!
2: What's a girl to do? Wow. Now, you know what? I really think that that should be the previously on. (laughs) (laughs) Does that... Was my vibe. or my face or we could just like we could just,
3: uh, so ta- I could just play some piano underneath that, and that could be
2: the song for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, done. Uh, yeah, I, I do know just what that must feel like, Jenny. I mean, it's very common. I mean, we've all been there. It's like exact- a classic. It's like a universal. Yeah. Ugh, coming of age. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta it's go
3: like- it. Fucking. Catcher in the Rye, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm try, desperately trying to think of other, other coming, coming of age, of age stories. A like, Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Sure. <laughs> cool. We're well read. Anyway, Faith is eating a Twizzler. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. I <laughs> thought. Wait. Okay. Ah, sorry. Wait, I just. Wait. Okay. Just wait. Okay. Faith is eating <clears throat> A Twizzler. Faith is eating a Twizzler. And I, in my mind during this scene, I thought Jenny and I should release an audio clip of just our commentary from <laughs> the Twizzler moment until <laughs> Faith jumps into the truck. Like, oh my god, falls into the truck. Like, just because I feel like, I feel like it's good because there's not a lot of speaking. You know, it's mostly just instrumental. So I think yeah, our response could, would lay over
3: it. Fill that in. No problem.
2: Nicely. Faith is eating a fucking Twizzler with her fucking like laying on her bed we there ought to see be a, a law, law. Ah. and then in walks who but Buffy is in... it Buffy how can you tell <laughs> I can't tell cause she's wearing all of Faith's clothing <laughs> she's wearing all of Faith's clothing she's like oh yeah you wanted me to be like
3: you and now important okay, yeah, question yeah, here, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. okay. important question important question Yes. Important question. yes. Mm, she's wearing red leather pants and a black leather jacket and where did she get them did she borrow them from Faith while they were dating or did she sneak into oh. Faith's apartment put them on really quietly I can't imagine anybody putting on that much leather quietly but let's just say she's a slayer so she's very stealthy fine right way more stealthy than some people in this episode i can think of
2: <laughs> is that what she did did I, she do you know what i think honest to god i think she went to the damn store to buy this outfit i think it was she was looking <laughs> in the mirror she was psyching herself up and oh, she yeah. was like you know what i something's see? missing yeah i gotta get into her skin yeah, yeah. and i know what her whoa. skin is whoa 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 what <laughs> gotta get into her skin um okay what so so i'm sorry for I all of the yelling an erotic novel thank god it's um i believe it's my final erotic novel of the season <clears throat> you told me i was just like you that i was holding it in ready to cut loose try me okay then give us a kiss ba, ba, ba.
3: is there any way that you could add uh one an epilogue to your What's, erotic uh, novel? what is your epilogue just the the clink of handcuffs closing around someone's <laughs> wrist
2: Yes, in this telling, I can In the printed version, probably not. But you just imagine it there uh, in the printed version. But yes. Uh, Yeah, I have a huge note about the handcuffs. I I wrote in all caps, handcuffs, just like old times. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Buffy was like, let me get those handcuffs I kept from my first date with Faith. Or are they the handcuffs she borrowed from Joyce? Oh, God. They're probably, it's probably all the same. hand. No, because the handcuffs, right. For, were mm. new from the cops the mm. second time I don't know I think she kept him I think she has a faith box if you know what I mean <gasps> yeah yeah you know what I mean
3: oh Keep my god the mixtapes of a, faith
2: remember having a box of yes. someone yes oh, all right. All right. <laughs> what you don't like it it's mm. great not anymore. I don't like it. I mean, it. but like you're in high school and you have a crush on Faith and Faith is doing things with you and you're excited so you make a box. Yeah, and then that one time you guys got arrested while you were like breaking and entering into a <laughs> yeah. bait and
3: tackle and sporting goods She's store and then concerned. you get put in the back of a cop car and then you <laughs> use your slayer strength to simultaneously kick the back of the cop seats so the car crashes and then you get out Jenny. you <laughs> use the keys to unlock each other's handcuffs while you're back to back.
2: Wow. Jenny has really gone off the deep end every <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's over for me. <laughs> uh, I also, so there's, like, I mean, this fight scene. But, like, I love that in the fight scene, there's these moments that, like, could also happen if they were not fighting, but fucking. Oh, my. Like, oh, heavens. I'm You're scandalized. Okay. Uh, just because there's this, like, moment where they pause in the middle of the fight, and Faith's, like, not getting tired, are you? I'm just starting to feel it. And I'm, like, oh, oh really? You just saying wow just there's a lot of sexual things here you know no you're right the, Buffy's got Faith's knife Buffy um. puts the knife gotta go just, gotta go listen I have a graduate degree and I know that people with graduate degrees they like write papers like this all the time they're like sure. the knife is a symbol of the phallus and <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh, I don't know what I just said. I feel like I just like broke the Patriot. Like I broke our patriarchal smashing by calling that knife a phallus. Yeah. The jingle doesn't work anymore. Which I fuck know. I'm sorry. It? Shit. <laughs> I was just trying to be funny guys. Uh, anyway. I mean, let's just take it through to the end of this fight. Yeah. Please. So Faith is like, that's my knife. And Buffy's like, well, you're, you're about, about to, to get, get it, it back. back. And this is, like, really a lot to handle because, I mean, because of what Xander said. Like, that's that's what's happening in this scene. Like, Faith and Buffy definitely are enemies, but they definitely are ex-lovers, whatever, you know, best friends, whatever, whatever you want to call them. They had a very intense and a very connected relationship. They're the only two Slayers in the world. They're the only two people who can understand a lot about each other. And this fight is intense, but Buffy isn't sure. Like, she says she's sure, but she's not sure if she's going to do it. And Faith <clears> is certainly not sure that Buffy's going to do it.
3: Do you think Faith's kind of, like, hoping that Buffy does it?
2: Oh, God, that's so dark. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, like, in a way, because the thing is, right? Oh, Jenny. The thing is, is that, like, if Buffy does that, it means that Faith hasn't been wrong this whole time. Uh, oh, no. that's even more heartbreaking than I thought it was initially. Because, like, this is – I mean, that's why Buffy put on the leather pants. That's why, you know, that's why all these things happened is that, like, she was trying to step into Faith's experience that she could do this thing that, like, Buffy might not have been able to do but Faith would have been able to do. So I don't know that Faith wanted to die, but I do think that Faith probably – you know, you can see it in her face that like she gets some validation from it, even though the result of it is that she's going to die. Like, yeah, that. when she says you did it, she looks like, yes, happy, happy. Like I knew I fucking told you this whole time. Yeah. That there's an animalistic part of this, that you can do things that you don't want to do. And it's in you, you know, and and it is now question. Yes. After she says you did it, you
3: killed me. Then mm-hmm. Faith goes on to say still won't help your boy, though should have been there be quite a ride right should have been there be quite a ride do you think that she's talking about like watching buffy stab her like what she's perceiving as like a a, sig- a profound change in buffy like she's oh. bearing
2: witness the only witness right to- well the right so the first part obviously is because she's going to toss her body onto right, 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 a right, moving right. truck which is whatever yeah all of that but should have been there be quite a ride is the thing yeah I don't know it's like when she said it I don't think this was the intentionality but like I think because my heart was breaking for Faith when I heard her say that line I thought what she was saying was like you should have been there for me also true Sh- your guest room should have been there right. for me or like you should have been like I, again I don't know that this is what that line is I don't think it is but I just feel like Buffy should have been there for her in ways that she wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of people should have been a lot of mean, from her very first <clears throat> days on the planet totally. it seems people should have been there for her and weren't um, but then and then quite a ride I think is just like her reflecting on the previously on you know <laughs> greatest this. yeah she's like wow remember that boob window that was great (laughs) (laughs) remember that time we danced at the bronze that ruled wow Wow. like quite a ride i mean whatever uh and then she falls off the building dude and it's and then you're like oh my god what's gonna happen and it's like fuck you to be continued what how dare you how dare you joss how dare you (sighs) the only two things that we didn't talk about that i have in my notes yeah. One is um, that there's a moment in the library between <laughs> Xander and Giles where they like find the demon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. like, it's like the oldest book in all time, but it has a centerfold <laughs> for yeah, the yeah, demon, yeah.
3: which I really like. It like keeps
2: folding out, and Xander's like, we're going to need a bigger pose.
3: Yeah, nice. It's so good. Also, Xander, uh, just before this happens, Xander's like, boy, it's a good thing. And No one ever wanted to check any of these books out. Yeah. <laughs> and Chiles is like, "Yes, it's very convenient," or something.
2: Uh, and then the other thing is just this moment. It's just a small moment right now, but the um, you know the mayor's eating these disgusting spiders. Mm. It's disgusting. Uh, and the, there's a vampire standing in the room who's like <laughs> so grossed out by it. Yeah, but can't the mayor. look away. And then the other vamp comes in and he's like, there's trouble at Faith's, which I just feel like is an important thing to note that they're they're watching Faith and they've reported this to the mayor. Also, check out Mayor Wilkins
3: being like, my organs are shifting, merging, making (laughs) ready for the
2: ascension. Like he's preparing for his poetry reading (laughs) (laughs) at the espresso pump. (laughs) Oh my God. He's exactly the kind of mayor that would do a poetry reading at the espresso pump. Being part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit is really what I have to say. It's a lot. It's really a lot. This is like what season Faith has been leading us to this whole oh, time. my God. It, you know, I feel embarrassed about how much I yelled during this episode. No, Jenny, you shouldn't feel embarrassed. But I am glad that you're letting everyone know because they can all tell you that you yelling is the best part of their day. <laughs> and mine. <laughs> Your summaries, one day somebody out there will put together all of you, your summarizations of various episodes or whatever, because <laughs> it's just very special. And so are you. And, Aww. you know, happy graduation day. Happy graduation day. Thank you so much. <laughs> this has been so nice. It's, it's been so lovely. Um, Jenny, this is embarrassing. Tell me everything. We've forgotten something. How could we have forgotten? The episode's still happening. Oh, well, then we haven't forgotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. We didn't just come back. We've been
3: saving something special for the end.
2: Yes, yes, very special, which is the um, Sexual Tension Award. Wow. I know who I'm giving it to, unless you have a strong argument
3: tell me make your case okay. and then we'll talk about it
2: okay fair uh i would like to give the sexual attention award to willow and oz i know that it kind of goes against what the sexual attention award is. flies
3: like. in the face of everything the sexual attention award is supposed to mean but i believe in
2: them you're right it should go to buffy and faith
3: <laughs> but also the hair touch at the computer is really i know that's uh, the
2: spot but okay so here's the dilemma right is that like I wanted to go to Willow and Oz. I think it's really nice and whatever, but this is a very pivotal episode for Buffy and Faith. So let's play the jingle, and we'll decide while it plays. Jenny and I have had a four-second discussion while that jingle played, and (laughs) we discussed the fact that both of us had thought... Had thought the word penetration many times inappropriate, but hadn't said it. And At um, a time like
3: this, when you Fitz's know what, I feel close uncertain.
2: to our listeners, and I feel like we can be our true selves with them. Wow. And these are the things that we're thinking, okay. so we're going to say them. And we don't know if we'll ever have the chance to give the sexual Attention award ever again to Buffy and Faith. Plus, Faith was eating a Twizzler and Buffy was wearing red leather pants. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Why didn't you say that during the discussion? Obviously, that's the... Done, 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 done. Congratulations. Buffy will send you your trophy. Faith, um, you're kind of a moving target right now. We're just going to leave it in a locker at the city bus station. (laughs) The the code is 555. Get it? Oh, my God. For 555? I get it. Cool. (laughs) And with that... We will commence graduation day part one. You mean conclude? Whoops. <laughs> we could
3: start again at the beginning. No, this is good. Well, <laughs> you might not have been able to tell for this whole episode because all I've been doing is screaming at the top of my lungs. But I'm Jenny Owen Youngs. And when I'm not making this podcast with Kristen, I make songs. And you can hear some of them at slash buffering. you can always speak to me gently. On Twitter at Jenny Owen Young.
2: Yes, and I'm Kristen Russo. You can find out all about me over on my website, kristennoline.com. That's K R I S T I N N O E L I N E. And uh, you can learn about the work that I do with LGBTQ communities. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter or on Instagram at KristenNolene. Buffering the Vampire Slayer, that's this podcast that you're
3: listening to, is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BufferingCast. And also, we receive emails at a very special place called Slayer at gmail.com. We do. If you like what we do here and you want to support us, there are a few ways that you can do that should you be so inclined. Wow. Uh, First of all, you could join us as a monthly supporter on Patreon, where subscribers get access to things like the songs that we write and record every week before anybody else can get them, or uh, periodic uh, group Buffy watches, where we all get together and watch an episode of Buffy via the internet and talk about it. Wow, delightful. Uh, You can learn more about that by visiting bufferingthevampireslayer.com and clicking on Patreon, where everything is outlined in beautiful, glorious detail. You could also rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, That helps other people find the podcast, which rocks and helps to expand our community, which is a delightful thing for you to help us do. Thanks in advance. And you can always help us and help yourself by snagging some merchandise from our store. Oh my gosh, don't you want to wrap yourself in things that say Smash the Demon Lizard Patriarchy and Willow in the Streets, Vampire Willow in the Sheets? We have so many things. You can look upon all of them and purchase them if you so wish by visiting bufferingthevampireslayer.com and clicking on shop. Okay. Oh God. (laughs) Until next time.
1: Ah,
2: uh,